Welcome to Castle Conversations. I'm Frankie. And I'm Sophia. And today we're here with Tania and Zariah, and we're going to be talking about Black Lives Matter and how it impacts black people in America. We're all aware of what occurred over the summer, the deaths that occurred at the hands of racism. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Elijah McClain, and many more we know and don't. May they all rest in power. Um, if you guys are comfortable with it, you guys can go ahead and tell us about your experience with the, like, your response to the hate crimes that have been going on and mm -hmm. just the specifics of it. Um, so recently, like this week, Micaiah Bryant was murdered the day we found out about the George Floyd verdict. And I think that's something that's, like, that's personally impacted me a lot. Micaiah mm -hmm. was 16, and her life was cut short by disproportionate and unjust use of force. The murderer was Nicholas Reedon, who killed her because he lacked the ability to de-escalate a situation without resorting to violence. Micaiah mm -hmm. had a knife because she was getting jumped in front of her house, and she called the officers before she reached for her knife. She called in self-defense, and she had the knife in self-defense. Yet when the officer came, instead of looking at this child, this 16-year-old, the same age as you and me, instead of looking at her and trying to de-escalate the situation and help her, he instead shot her four times. The stand your ground laws in Ohio, like, it means people can use lethal force and self-defense, right. mm -hmm. but yeah. Micaiah had a knife and she was trying to defend herself, so sh there was, there's no justifiable reason for her to have died. Right. Okay. At the end of the day, cops aren't allowed to kill guilty or Un, like non-guilty people it's and not their place yeah. Yeah. four yeah. times like exactly four times. four times and the use of unnecessary force by law enforcement has been so normalized to the point where black people are murdered like cattle there has been four murders so far in april at the hands of the police that's not normal mm -mm. It's like a reoccurring event too. Like I right. feel like um, constantly, it and we're constantly. like desensitized. We exactly. We know it's happening because like we hear things like about how you need to be careful when you're in the car with somebody and things like that. But it's like if it's not filmed, I feel like people don't talk about it. One yeah. or like if it's not on like an important day, like the day that Derek Chauvin got um, arrested. Uh, yeah. Uh, sentence? Is that Sen thing? Yeah, yeah, he got <laughs> convicted. There's convicted, the word. that's yeah, it, yeah. Um, do you want to tell the listeners about Dante Wright? Yeah, I can go for it. Okay, so um, I, I assume everybody knows, like, the situation, right? Um, I don't know. We, we don't know if everybody does or cares, so I think that it would be good to explain, like, why he got pulled over and everything. Yeah, so pretty much they pulled him over because there were air fresheners, um, hanging mm -hmm. on his rear view i think yeah um like in some states it's not allowed to hang um anything from your rear view your rear view window or your rear or your rear view mirror in the front yeah. but yeah. it's legal there and i think it's legal here too oh yeah. my god okay that just makes it even better i think it's um, legal there i i think it is it's it's legal in most states mm -hmm. okay so pretty much um somebody pulled him over i believe her name was kimberly uh potter Potter? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, pulled him over, and um, he ended up calling his mom because he understood, like, everything was um, going wrong. Um, yeah, so I think, did he, like, pull off or? I think he began to pull off. Yeah. yeah. And Kimberly, she ended up um, reaching for her gun instead of her taser, I guess, and um, 
they're on different sides yeah. of the body. And, ended and up one killing is yellow. Him. Yeah. And one's like two pounds. Right. And um, like a regular taser, I believe, is like eight ounces. I looked it up on Google, so I don't really know. Mm-hmm. But um, it also takes five seconds for it to charge up. Like a police taser. Like you right. can't just like fire it off. Or fire it off. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And it's like you're on the police force for 26 years. And you just accidentally grabbed the wrong thing. Right. Like that, there wasn't going to be an excuse anyways, right. but that was the one you came up with. Exactly. Oh my God. And the problem is like everyone's sort of like taking her side. Like mm-hmm. she's used it, utilizing her white fragility mm-hmm. as justification mm-hmm. for murder. She's literally doing that. And I think like, that she's yeah. a woman too plays into it. Yes. yes. Definitely. Yeah, most definitely. I was like, at first I was like, when I heard that she was white, I was like, a woman? like yeah. a woman and then like because you were used to the white man like 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 school shootings who does that mm-hmm. happen by exactly. and like these these people who get pulled over and killed who does that happen by right. so like when it was a woman i was like come on now but then i was like you know you can't even like like there's no difference it's just it's yeah. just blatant racism with that like white women they need to stop weaponizing their femininity to avoid mm-hmm. accountability can society, you go into that right. a little bit more? Like, like society an needs to stop victimizing white women who use their femininity to kill and to lie. An example is Kim Potter herself. Mm-hmm. She murdered Dante, and like, the th- it happened, and everyone just like, oh, she she's a woman, and she went up there like, you know, shivering, victimizing herself. Mm-hmm. And don't become a cop. She just got confused, please. Exactly. Like, don't become a cop if you're too afraid to pull somebody over right. that you think the only solution is to kill them. And over air fresheners? Right. right. And he, like, he didn't have a weapon. What, what triggered you to use your gun? Exactly. So, going off of that, what's what has, like, sparked the conversation of Black Lives Matter recently has been the George Floyd case. So, does one of you want to talk about what happened there? So, George Floyd died last summer, May 25th, and he was murdered by um, Derek Chauvin, who recently, finally got convicted, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. might get up to 40 years in prison, and he... he that's, his, it, that's his maximum. That's his yeah. maximum. Yeah. Yeah. And he stood on George's neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds as that poor black man pleaded for his life. Mm-hmm. Nine minutes and 29 seconds. You can't breathe on your neck. He might as well just have on shot the, the man on the curb. Mm-hmm. This man stood over him with his hand in his pocket, not caring at all. Additionally, there was people holding down his legs, too. Yeah. Really? T- two other cops, I believe. Yeah, and they just watched. Mm. They were, they, I think that the situation, the, the excuse for it was that they were newer on the force and they were <laughs> under yeah. his direction. So uh. I don't, I don't understand how you're killing him, get off of him, wasn't able to be said, but that yeah. was what they said. And the thing is, last summer, I personally, and I feel like a lot, of, a lot of other black people can, like, agree with what I'm saying, there's a lot of trauma stemming from last right. summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I had to, like, watch all these videos. I was, like, forcing myself to watch it because I was, like, I got to learn. I got to understand what's going on. And I, like, have so many nightmares about, like, getting killed by a cop. I get nervous going around cops, and like mm-hmm. a lot of people are gonna be like, "Oh, you shouldn't be nervous if you don't do anything wrong." Right. That's right. Brianna Taylor didn't like do that's anything. That's such a harmful right. like response. Mindset. I mean, yeah. I think that also ties in with um, respectable politics. So pretty much saying, um, I think we're gonna uh, talk about that later. But um, saying, yeah, if you if you're not doing anything wrong, you should be just fine. Right. 
So going in on that, like, what have been, like, the impacts to you guys personally on the recent events? Personally, I've been, like, genuinely scared to, like, yeah. go outside. Like, I've become a homebody. I have never been a homebody. Right. I love going out, but I'm, like, there's, like, this lingering fear that I'm going to get killed no matter what I do. Right. And my family's, like, always worried. Like, before I go to school, my mother, like, checks up on me. She's like, okay, are you at school? Are you all right? Nothing happened. And, like, I live, like, down the street. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, my mother should not have to fear for my life about me walking to school or mm -hmm. driving to school. Right. Um, when you were talking about, um, like, the videos that you had to watch, I hear, see here in our Google Doc that you titled it, like, trauma porn. Yeah. Can you, like, tell us about how that has impacted you like a little bit more like or what some examples of it are besides just like watching George Floyd get killed because I don't think that was like not traumatizing for anyone like that was terrible to watch like mm -hmm. for everyone yeah. just as a human I think like trauma porn is definitely more than just like videos of black people getting killed it's right? like normalized in media uh -huh. constantly making trauma movies like generational trauma movies yeah. them that new show on like I we just talked about that in our movie podcast. oh yeah i, I haven't watched that like yet. what like thing yeah it's like interesting but also like why? why was that the only thing you guys could come up with black for people a plot? are like constantly being put in position where we have to like make up the content for ourselves, and once that's made it's stolen like yeah. mm -hmm. why don't we ever get a coming of age movie right why don't yeah. we ever get like movies about Falling in love, having a job, mm -hmm. just, you know, normal. Like, not to say regular, because I'm not, I don't want to say, like, being black isn't regular, but, mm -hmm. like, just, like, like high school musical. Yeah, right, like, exactly. Why don't yeah. we, we could ever that. see a version of that that could be just, like, diverse, just, and not be, like. Light skins. Like, light skins, <laughs> or, right. like, this family Zendaya. was mm. poor, and they lived here, but then they moved to, like, this nice neighborhood. Yeah. Like, like, we couldn't, we there's never a character like the that. The only thing we ever get is either slave movies or movies about our hair. And the hair mm. thing is just like a whole nother problem in itself. The so slave Go ahead. The slave movies are like exhausting. There's a new one every year. Right. Like we're tired. Mm -hmm. We understand. It was like twelve years of slave won all those awards and that should have been the cap. Mm. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Um yeah. so going off of that, what was like what are some of your personal experiences with racism? Um, I could, I don't think I really faced, like, blatant racism, um, and I'm really grateful for that, but, um, I think it's just more of microaggressions, so, mm -hmm. like, one that <laughs> I could, um, say off the top of my head is, like, every single time I do my hair, and it's, like, in a different style, um, like, I would have, like, a middle-aged white woman, like, at least two in this school, um, ask like oh my gosh how long did that take because you know you're, I'm gonna say like a really long time and then the response is like oh my gosh I could never sit in a chair for that long it's like yeah because you're not black <laughs> um yeah or or someone saying um how well spoken you are or Definitely. like you talk Definitely. white thanks I get like I don't know what to say to that right like you can't speak a culture okay exactly um Tania um, I've experienced a lot of, like, blatant racism, but, like, the most memorable ones are, like, once when I was, like, in seventh grade, not in seventh grade, when I was, like, seven, during, like, my first day of school, there were, like, these three girls, like, two white girls and one Filipina girl, 
and it was my first day, and it was like in the middle of January, so everyone already had like their little friend groups. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I went up to these girls, I was like, can I play with you guys? And this Filipina girl looked me dead in the eye and told me to go play with my own kind. Oh, oh wow. And my own kind wow. was just like the other little like black boy in my whole school. It was like a right. very small school, mm -hmm. and we were like the only two black people. And that's definitely taught. Like you have mm -hmm. to like it's seven, like exactly. a seven-year-old Tania taught. talking to that little girl. That little girl wasn't like she didn't see you and was like, "Oh, she's black. I'm gonna be racist right, right now." Like that's just what she heard at home, yeah. and that's terrible. Right. And like it started building up because that, like the girls after that they just leave me alone, and the boys overheard. So like I started getting bullied by boys. Like to this day, like boys for some reason hate me. Mm. And like there was this in like third grade I believe I was like playing around on this playground and this boy like I was climbing you know those things that take you up to like the slide and then you slide down mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was playing on that and like this girl this boy shoved me and I like hit my jaw on the floor oh my gosh and like I have like a scar on my tongue and it was like bleeding and instead of like helping me he was like oh and he like said some slur I can't remember what it was and he said some slur, and I was like, what? And I, like, sat on the floor, like, just bleeding and crying. And mm -hmm. I... I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you had to experience that. And it was just, like, it was... Elementary school was, like, terrible. Yeah, I, I can't even understand that at all, but mm. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. And, like, I feel like people don't understand that, like, racism isn't just, like, an unfortunate situation. It's, like, interesting evil. Like, mm -hmm. it's evil right mm -hmm. it's not like just when it it's like happened and we talk right. about it like, like i feel like people don't like i sometimes feel like people don't act like racism like older people don't act right like racism still exists because like it's not like the kkk yeah mm -hmm. like just because there isn't like lynching going on like you can see it in different ways yeah and like every time i bring up like issues like, people would say, why do you make, like, everything about race? Like, white mm -hmm. people live in a world where their race has no significance to their lives in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. So it's understandable that they don't understand how your skin tone influ influences everything you do. And that's, like, white privilege. And yeah. for some reason, white people refuse to acknowledge that they have that privilege. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you don't have to worry about dying. Exactly. Right, it's just like simple things. People like don't understand. I think one thing that I see a lot because I mean I'm white, so white people feel comfortable talking to me about things that are like they wouldn't say to you. Exactly. And and when and I'm I'm not going for it. Like I'm like what? But it's like, um, like white privilege is like yeah. a hard concept to grasp because they think that um, white privilege is like equal to life privilege or something like yeah. that. Like, mm -hmm. like you can be a poor white person, but like it's going to be easier for you to get a job if you're white. Yeah. Exactly. Like if, if you're living in the same neighborhood as your black neighbor and you guys are, you guys got the same job, you got the same income, got the same family life, all that, they're still going to have it a little bit harder than you because they don't have the same little up that you have just because of your skin tone. I think that's so hard for people to grasp, but it, it's so ignorant not to acknowledge it. Like as a white person, like yeah. growing up, as growing up, you don't know. Like mm -hmm. I didn't know, but then like coming into high school and like things, things becoming more prevalent and like things become more in my face. Like yeah, exactly. I felt stupid. Like I felt so dumb when I like didn't realize like what was already in my face. Like when I was little, like I felt like I should have known better. But yeah. Yeah. but. I, th I think it's really important to talk about the yeah. difference between like life privilege and white privilege because you can be born into a poor house and still succeed just because you're white. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So what are like some of your experiences with internalized racism? 
So for me, um, I grew up kind of like um, without talking with like A-A-V-E. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just me. Like my family um, does. But um, I just remember people like, oh my gosh, you talk white. And so I pretty much tried to get away from that um that uh I don't know how to describe it speech yeah um but just but also like kind of get away from being like a stereotypical black woman like I don't want to um the angry black loud yeah, character exactly yeah um and that was just something that that messed me up because I didn't understand like what I was you know yeah um going yeah. off what she said like I I feel we I think we both grew up in predominantly white areas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and being around so many white people and like being forced to step out of like who you are mm-hmm. and your com- it takes you away from like your culture and like just your whole identity and like I was talking about hair like I hated my hair oh, most like up until last year like I hated it yeah. in seventh grade like you guys know the movie Predator about the monsters Yes. <laughs> a group of boys thought it was so funny to nickname me after that because of my braids. Oh, really? And what? the problem wasn't ever, like, the hair was ugly or anything. It was just, like, I had braids, so mm-hmm. why not make fun of that? Yeah. And That's so strange. It is. Yeah, and I remember getting, like, box braids, and, like, people would compare my hair to, like, snakes. Yeah. Or, like, um, if I were to wear my hair out, oh, my gosh, I remember this girl was like, your hair looks like cotton or, like, a lion's oh. mane. And I was just like... Okay. Oh my <laughs> like, god. Like I don't even know what to say to that. Um, I did not expect you to say that. Oh, oh my, my god. I was just like I was just like frozen. I was like, oh, okay. Jesus. Like with the whole hair thing, I like that affected me a lot because mm-hmm. hair is like very important to black people because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's like one part of us that aside from our skin color that differentiates us from like the rest. It's like really, really important. Right. And constantly hearing like people hating my hair, making fun of it, like like in classes boys would be like um like we'd be arguing and i'd say something about their teeth or something and they'd be like well at least my hair isn't fake your mm. hair is greasy facts <laughs> 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 you and they like always make my hair the butt of the joke and i just never oh, yeah, understood exactly. that because if my hair was ugly you could just tell me oh the braids are ugly but black people never critique my hair so like mm-hmm. why are you a non-black person speaking on my hair if yeah. you don't mind where did you go to middle school Washington. The whole time you were at Washington? Yeah. Where'd mm-hmm. you go to elementary school? Um, I was like all over Europe. So it oh. was like um Dang. it was like an international school, so there were like American kids there. Oh. See that's see obviously I mean I also went to Washington and I obviously didn't experience any of that because I'm white, but like it really like it really has to do with how you're raised. Like mm-hmm. I I don't know, like, why would they say that? Like, a little kid saying that about somebody's hair, like, I don't know. Like, I could never, like, picture my mom or my dad, like, making a comparison to someone's hair, like, that they look, like, it looks like cotton. Yeah. Like, I would, I would never hear that from my parents. So, it's like, it's such a, I think, and that's why, like, people get, white people get confused sometimes, because it's like, that's just something that you wouldn't expect, like, somebody to, like, say out loud. Like, why would you say that? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So with that, like, what are some um, normalizations of racism against black people that you've seen or you've experienced? 
A-A-B-E. Oh definitely. My God. It's oh. been dubbed Stan Twitter language or TikTok uh. language. <laughs> and like, like people would tell me that I'm like annoying because I talk like that. Like maybe I talk like this because I'm black. Like mm-hmm. I don't know why it's such a hard concept for people to grasp that like TikTok and Twitter steal the personality from black women. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is. And then they use AAVE and make it characters of black people, especially black women. And it, they mm-hmm. turn it into careers. Oh yeah. Right. It's very weird. Yeah, if I could go off of that, um, I noticed like a few months ago how um, everybody knows who uh, Peaches is, right? Yeah. Right. And like um, Granny. Granny. Yeah. yeah. So, it, I mean, they'll be like, oh my gosh, I love you. And you just like them because they're making a fool of themselves. And like even to the point when um, – think peaches was like abusing her child yeah and like, there was like was sexual like, assault allegations yeah and, everything. and like it was they thought it like was so her funny. mental yeah her mel- mental illness was was a joke like it was just like yes, yes. she needs help like That's not another thing i think yeah. that that like a good example of that because i don't know a lot of people that know peaches like i know peaches because i'm addicted to tiktok but like kanye west Mm-hmm. Like, or like, like, like yeah, baby. he said some questionable stuff, yes. but he's also bipolar. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to acknowledge that. For like, some reason, like American society does not take black people and their mental illness seriously at oh, all. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, it's I think never it's considered. Especially I, with, um, I don't know if we're gonna talk about this later too, but um, white people um, using their like yes. uh, mental illness um, as like a justification, mm-hmm. like. Um, or almost to avoid taking accountability. Like, I've had, like, a few friends, like, try to compare their, um, them being neurodivergent. Exactly. Them being neurodivergent um, to me being black. It's like, that doesn't begin to compare. I saw that on TikTok the other day. This this guy, he was, like, um, talking about oppression in America, and this guy, he, like, stitched it, and he was like, well, I'm trans, and I'm and I'm non-binary or something like that. <laughs> and, like, it's, like, you don't have to say that. Yeah, like, at like, the end you of need the day, to, you like, and he had, like, green hair and stuff. Mm. I'm not trying to, like, fit trans people under a stereotype or anything like that, but, like, everybody in the comments is, like, literally desire hair brown and don't write that you're trans <laughs> right. on the app job application and you'll be straight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> and that's another thing, like, the members of the LG, like white people or non-black people in the LGBT community, they need to stop weaponizing their position in that community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like refusing to take accountability for what they do. Exactly. I saw like on TikTok, this black girl was like, oh, you want to be oppressed? Be black for a day. And of course, someone stitched it. Talking yes, about, it was like divergent. I'm all this. Like, yeah. This First isn't all, oppression. Asked. Like, that's not, right. yeah, <laughs> that's not the same at all. Like you're not going to get, Hate you're not gonna walk out of the house and and possibly get killed because you're neurodivergent, you know? Right. Yes. Like you're yes. you're still gonna have your privilege. And then the alt right, not the alt right girls, but the <laughs> alt girls, they'll be like, I'm gonna get hate crime for wearing eyeliner. Really? Oh, Lord. oh my I see god! That all the time. <laughs> like, are you are you serious? Something off of that that yeah. actually really bothers me, and I don't think it uh, it doesn't really apply, but it kind of applies because everything applies to money, but. Like, the alt girls and stuff who talk about, like, I'm going to get hate crime because I wear this and I da-da-da-da. Like, they they take over this, like, persona that they're poor. Like, Hmm. like, ooh, I went thrifting. I went thrifting. Like, no, bruh. You didn't go thrifting. Like, you (laughs) took your dad's credit card and spent a check at 
goodwill, bro. Yeah. Like, because when I was wearing, like, uh, like when I was little, we would go to Goodwill and we would buy yeah. uniforms Same. like three mm-hmm. XL. So like I fit them for the next four years, so we didn't have to buy them anymore. And it was like that wasn't cute. Like my <laughs> big clothes weren't cute to y'all. Like what happened? And so um, I like that. That bothers me a lot. Like I think, I think it's just a way of victimizing themselves right? to like again it's avoid such a accountability mindset. Like yeah. oh my god, y'all are chilling literally. Yeah. Like, like rich like, white people, they like romanticize the poor lifestyle yeah. until you like uh, right get like into if you that. can switch your whole like if you have the privilege to be able to change how your hair looks like not to say that like coloring your hair is trashy but like if you can turn your hair like green and black and then like go to the thrift store and like buy a bunch of big sweaters and stuff and little skirts and those like military boots you can afford to buy that style you mm. can afford to change that whole way that you look but you can also afford to change that right back and you like it's like you you're choosing the way you dress you're choosing the way you speak you're choosing the way you hold yourself it's like why are you trying to be a victim when you chose the way you're acting and then yeah. it's like they're they're oh my god they're also like always the um the performative activist oh, too. with the yeah. racist mm-hmm. boyfriend lord <laughs> oh my god like why is samuel with the fish posted about trump and you're like <laughs> reposting like a BLM, picture of blm yeah. with like tulips oh on god. it like please yeah. <laughs> so with that the whole um white girl thing uh what have you guys like some s- examples of cultural appropriation that you've experienced or like just gotten irritated by american society as a whole is right? just right. black appropriation in itself mm-hmm. and like like you guys have seen recently cyber ghetto became a thing you oh, know, yeah. the Y2K. cheeky, yeah, yeah, love yeah. Sosa girl. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God, live, love Sosa. <laughs> Please move. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, why is it called Cyber Ghetto? I have never seen a black person called their Y2K aesthetic Cyber Ghetto. Like, yeah. what is so ghetto about black people's aesthetics? Yeah. And, like, why? I think that um, ghetto is such a toxic um, word, mm-hmm. too. Ghetto is disgusting. Yeah. Like, ghetto is for a setting. It's a place. Yeah, it's literally exactly. rooted from the Holocaust. So yeah. it's, like, why would you... Mm-hmm. Perf- why would you put yourself first of all why would you compare yourself to that event and right. then why would you see like what the word and what the stigmatism has done in america and then continue to use it like it's like funny like ooh, that's so ghetto like i see rich with girls all the time like when everybody <laughs> everybody's talking about how prom might be in, in Richwoods, they're like mm, that's so ghetto <laughs> no girl it's Richwoods. Yeah. like like what are you even talking about yeah i mean i could also go off like saying um just like white people wanting to say the n-word like why what is so you don't unlock a power exactly when you say it like um and that and um latinos because mm-hmm. yeah. i definitely noticed that too not or it's just like, latinos i feel like I'm, it's all poc boys yeah and it's like i'm just as um and girls though too mm-hmm. definitely just as oppressed as you are so i should be able to say it like no that's not yours i actually um, hadn't like seen it in real life till like richwood's yeah. I saw it at Washington. Because I remember uh, actually yeah. me and Tania were in a class yeah. last year together. Yeah. And there was a girl, and I remember me and her looking at each other like, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> did y'all hear that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but also, I think it was like a trend to start saying my Jordan instead of yeah. saying the N-word. Like, that's right. so corny. Like, that's Why would so you that even is so that? corny. 
Like, <laughs> what? I don't even. Like, it wasn't even clever. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's just. And it's gross. just like, why is there an obsession with looking black and like yeah. being black? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like black fishing. Yeah. Off yeah. of that, it's like tanning. Why mm. or like. People will sit out there for hours. Yeah, I mean, I get it. If like, hey, if that's your thing, like tanning, cool. But if you're changing, like, your race, like, yeah, if you're black fishing, Nikita, that (laughs) (laughs) Ariana, Uh Um, (laughs) yeah, like that's just it's just messed up. I don't, I don't know if it's they just want to be black, but without the the oppression. Exactly. Everybody wants to be black, but when it's time to be black. Yeah. no one wants to be yeah. black exactly right like i treat it like it's an aesthetic that's yeah. what like that's exactly. what, that's the parallel i was trying to make when i talked about like the poor yeah. girl thing yeah. like why do y'all want to be poor yeah. like why and um so i totally see what you're saying with that so i going off of that like would you consider those things like microaggressions no i think that black like um. black fishing is just blatant racism yeah yeah it's, it's, it's definitely messed up yeah well do you guys want to talk about some like microaggressions and just like pure racism that you see just like in the country like or in social media and things like that yeah go yeah. ahead oh oh i, I can i can go yeah. um so i said like hot cheeto girls like you know how that was like turned into a meme right or like yeah. um yeah, it was just like on TikTok, like yeah. I think like, that was like, seven wait. In the last year, someone <laughs> told me I can't remember who, but it was like, it was almost Halloween time, and I asked someone like, "What are you gonna be for Halloween?" And they told me they were gonna be a hot Cheeto girl, and Ooh. I just remember sitting there like, are, are "Yeah, you, like you're you, mimicking, you playing right? Like you can't be dead ass right now." They said that to you. Yes, <laughs> I was like, uh. yeah, <laughs> did I not see it for how it is? Like, like that's just. I don't know. I feel so like it's weird. Just, it's weird. Yeah, and it's just like, and they'll be like, making um, it fun. Wasn't, it wasn't. I didn't say black people. I said hot Cheeto girls. Like, like yeah, come on, I exactly. wasn't the inspiration, yeah. quote unquote inspiration. Making fun of black women is racist and uncomfortable. Like, yeah. that's exactly what you're doing by being a hot Cheeto girl. Mm-hmm. And then Zariah talking about AAVE, like. We know how to oh, speak proper English. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing that right now. We right. know how to speak proper English. AAVE stands for American Vernac- African American Vernacular English, mm-hmm. and it is code coded and it's used in the comfort of one's own community and family. Mm-hmm. And like we code switch. You all should know what that is. I code switch more than. Oh my god, I notice it sometimes. Like yeah. when I'm like talking to a teacher. Yeah. Actually, I use code switch to get into Washington, and really? I like I didn't realize that I did, but I did. Yeah, I think it's just like subconsciously like you you're yeah. taught from like everyone around you like, like hey this is yeah, how you act different around yeah. white people can you explain what code switching is to somebody who wouldn't know so pretty code. much oh did you want to go oh, no go okay so code switching is pretty much like um like tania said aave is how someone may talk to like their family or their friends um and code switching would be like hey if i'm going up to this white person i'm going to talk in like a way that's like softer or um, just something that would be more comfortable, I guess. Yeah. Um, so they're so this person isn't thinking that I'm a threat. Um, so like, if I were to talk to a white teacher, like it's like, "Hi, good morning. How are you doing?" Yada yada. Like, <laughs> like you sweeten your voice up almost, and Definitely. it's just. I saw once that um, somebody was trying to define it, and they said that it would be like. Um, like kind of making your voice more like feminine and like yeah i think yeah. for um women most definitely yeah mm-hmm. yeah like mm-hmm. it's it's 
and the fact that it's like become a joke to people is it's very weird mm -hmm. like we use it to be deemed acceptable to white people mm -hmm. and not like seem like a threat and now it's like a joke yeah. and right. people use it like aave is used in arguments like i see a lot of people at this school oh at richwoods use it like <laughs> right. they'll be arguing and suddenly <laughs> right. they start throwing up their fingers start start right. you know bobbing the head the changing the attitude boink, boink, boink. yeah 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 it's it's, <laughs> it's just it's just it's embarrassing like, it's like just corny i think like i don't then, see it yeah it's racist too because like right. why do you think acting like a or what you see as a black person will make you appear more aggressive like black people uh, talking like ourselves is aggressive exactly. right mm -hmm. it's weird yeah so what are like some other like i see you got some points here um like what are some other like language things that have been like like racist being referred to as blacks Mm -hmm. That like it makes my skin crawl oh when I hear God. like a non-black person say that. Or like, um, colored. I remember my sixth grade teacher said coloreds, and what? I was like, uh, I looked at her for a second. I was like, oh, okay. wait, <laughs> like I just I was so. Like you haven't heard that term since what? The like you 60s. would think as a teacher, right. exactly. And it like both of those terms are incredibly dehumanizing and racist, and it completely denotates the fact that we're more than our color and that we're also human. Mm -hmm. Like we're black people, not blacks. What do you guys colored. think of when people are referring to the N word and they're like, "Well, I just said it with an A versus an ER." Like I See, understand, like yeah. I understand connotation and everything, but like it's the same word. So the thing is, so like I'm trying to say it without saying. So okay, say if somebody was like saying better. Right. Like you better like they would say or like using A-A-V-E is better. Right. So it's like you're still using the same thing. It's just it's been changed because right. of. Yeah. Right. It's just. So yeah. it's the exact same word. Um, you're just trying to make it seem a bit more acceptable. And yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, our next point is. um the femininity and sexuality and accountability. We talked about mm -hmm. all that a little bit, yeah, but if you want to go into depth, you can. It's like, why do like gays and women, non-black gays and women, get to like weaponize these points of oppression against black people? Like yeah. it's not I fair. It's I mean, I think there's one thing, like I was talking to um, some friends and I noticed it and I had to like point it out, like that's not okay. Um, but um, them saying like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm gay or I'm, you know, a woman. And it's like, I'm just as oppressed. And it's like, no, you're not. Um, you're white before or you're any of those things. Exactly. No or cop is going to look at you and be like, oh, are you gay? Oh, I'm not going to shoot you. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you're a woman. I'm not going to shoot you. Or like, um, you know, in the election, um, when Biden won, mm -hmm. um, I remember some friends saying like, oh my gosh, guys, stay safe. They're going to kill gay people. How are they going to know that you're gay? Like maybe if like you're trans. And or like you're wearing a pride flag. Yeah. But like how, I don't know. It was just but like. Because, like, you know, uh, the thing about it, I'm bi, so I'll say this. Mm -hmm. Like you gay as a gay person, like you don't want to be like. Everybody, you don't want to be, like, deemed to, like, look gay. Like, it's, like, when people are, like, oh, you like girls? Oh, you don't look like you like girls. Like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's, like, you know that. Like, you know you don't you don't want to be put into a stereotype that you exactly. look some type of way because yeah. of the person that you love. 
So it's like, why would you? And I've also seen. I also like think that over every other type of white, I mean, white person, I feel like white gay men use AAVE the it's, most. And, and it's, I remember it's, it's like, yeah. why are these like makeup gurus like coming up, like clapping on the camera, like you're talking about, and like talking just weird. It's just yeah. like, and that's what? like what I was saying about they make careers off of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, and then. I have a friend who, um, who she's Irish, so pretty much she's Mm -hmm. Irish-American, and I remember we were having a talk, and it was like, um, well, I'm Irish, so, you know, me and your, um, I guess, ancestors, I don't know how to put it, but, um, like, they had the same oppression, and I remember learning about it, and it's like, when, uh, um, (laughs) when, when they immigrated it was like they hated being compared to black people because they were like we're still white you know we should right. be treated the same as i guess as white people and but like, that's um, a whole another thing like yeah. america yeah. isn't an immigrant friendly country at yeah. all like every single group that has come here has faced like it doesn't matter if you're italian if you're irish if you're asian if you're asian anything none of that you've faced you your ancestors the people your grandparents your great-grandparents have faced that yeah. But the thing is, like, people fail to realize and acknowledge is black people are the only group of people here that didn't come here by choice. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And it's like, why do you think that that isn't so prevalent in our society? Yeah, exactly. but pretty much I was like, we're not the same. Like, you, again, why I keep using it? this. Yeah. Um, like, if you were to walk out of your house right now, nobody's going to be like, oh, that person is Irish. I'm going to go hate crime them now, you know? Right, like, like they get like, oh, Merida. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Oh, oh, wait, she's like, I don't know. I don't know. Same thing, she's um. a redhead. And with the Irish thing, a lot of Irish people weren't slaves. They were like mm. um, in, indentured servitude. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. They just like work in the house. Yeah, they work people. and then they're free. Black yeah. people had no choice. You either work or you die. Yeah. Like, Come on. Right. Like the closest that um, a white person, I think, in history could have gotten to that point in America is like the Great Depression when yeah. when like kids were forced into labor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's like not the same still. Like yeah. you chose to come over here. Like, exactly. Um, what do you guys want to talk about respectable politics? Oh, yeah, I would like to. Um, so pretty much I'm just going to read off the definition. Um, it's attempting to make minorities or any marginalized group um, police themselves and conform to the social norms uh, rather than challenge something that's been normalized. Um, like, I saw or I heard something. It was like Trayvon Martin, like, he shouldn't have been wearing his hoodie. Or like if right. black people stopped sagging and got a job and finished high school. Like, it's, it's just using stuff to justify yeah and again to avoid taking accountability i think a lot of white people like try to stray away from that um Mm -hmm. which doesn't make them immediately um racist but it's like i think that's something that needs to be you need to acknowledge it need need to um try to find a way to help yeah and that's like with aave like respectable respect whatever (laughs) like that like aave we have to do that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah, that's all I was really saying. It was just, yeah. Or, like, a recent example is, like, people are like, well, why did he, um, why did he resist, resist arrest? Exactly. Or, like, why did he have a fake $20 bill? Or, like, right. they'll say things like, well, George Floyd wasn't a saint. Like, things like that I've heard from people. And mm-hmm. I'm like, 
it's like that doesn't that doesn't you're not god you don't get to choose when somebody dies yeah like that's the thing i think um like what you're talking about like evil to Mm -hmm. neo like if you play god Mm-hmm. you're evil like you don't get to choose when somebody dies like exactly. you don't get to choose somebody's like fate in life just because you think that you're entitled to exactly and then white people like not just white people a lot of people they'll support blm like black people until they get called out on, yes. on their yeah on their stuff mm-hmm. and suddenly it's like well i don't know why you guys are, like targeting me <laughs> exactly and like i've been here since yeah. the start <laughs> like, i see that a lot yeah, and then that's where they'll try to throw out their um like that's when the their, true character comes their, in. Yeah. Their performance. And their um yeah. what is it? Their oppression. It's like, <laughs> well, well I'm well, a woman and I'm I'm gay and I'm um if you want to cook what? I have <laughs> I I'm neurodivergent like I have anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Me too, bro. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they try to differentiate themselves from like all the other white people mm-hmm. like, you're exactly. not different you're still white still privileged and still apparently racist right like, you can still stuff like you can still have experience but like you don't gotta be like it's not the same it's just not the same yeah, yeah. um also, like i wanted to talk about something else that's like been bothering me mm-hmm. it's like racism and microaggressions mm-hmm. why do people want to normalize having a racist past Oh, yeah, like on TikTok. I want to come out and say that I've said the (laughs) N-word. Like, what? I remember I had a friend who said that, too. It's it's very weird, like, especially at your big age. Why? And, like, I remember, like, and, like, when I was younger and, like, someone came out as racist, they're, like, I used to be <laughs> came very out as racist. racist. Yes, I love that. This is a hard story to tell, but <laughs> like I'm ashamed to admit it. Shut <laughs> up, bro. And I like try to say something. I was like, I don't really want to go along with you anymore. I don't want to be friends. And then like they try to gaslight me. Really? Like I've grown. <laughs> yeah, I've grown. I'm different. Like I think you're just being dramatic. Like, okay. like I'm not like that anymore. Um, yeah. Please. Then why are you so mad that yeah. I'm uncomfortable? Exactly. Like, I don't want to be around you. And I I've personally have too many experiences with stuff like that. Like, I don't want to be around you, and that's the end of the conversation. Mm. I think that, um, not to, like, backtrack, but something that we were talking about, like, um, white people supporting BLM until someone calls them out on it, mm-hmm. I think that something I see a lot is, like, white, it doesn't matter if you're a girl or a boy, that, like, um, like over-sexualized the other race, like, white girls who over-sexualize oh, black men. Yeah. Or, or, like white boys who are like yeah i love black women and like everybody's like oh my god <laughs> like what they like the sexual aspect of us <laughs> like, like they're like oh they have big hips they have big butts like fetishizing exactly you yeah. just missed it or they'll be like some mm, their lips like mm. dude you're missing every point yeah. possible exactly. so i think or i like, see that one a lot maybe i mean i don't think that's necessarily fetishizing but like I remember talking to somebody and they were like, they have a preference for like a certain race. Yeah. And for me, I mean, I don't have like a, a race like, oh, if you're not this color, I'm not going to consider you, you know, like, why do you have to have a Why do you have a racial preference? Yeah. That's weird. It is weird. It's so weird. It just proves how you hate yourself. Like, try to like, um, like, you either hate yourself or you're racist. It's yeah. not I see your that. preference. I've seen that, like, at Richwoods. Like, girl, mm-hmm. like white girls, I only like black dudes. I only like oh, light yeah. skins. Da, da, yeah. da, da. And then it's like, 
they'll be ugly. Like their boyfriend will be super <laughs> ugly. And I'm like, there ain't no way. There ain't no way. So like, and I know I'm not making it up because it's too many of them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, going off that, like, what are some like representations like in the media that you see that are like over sexualizations, things like that? Oh my God. Dejanae from the proud family. Yeah. She's yeah. the funny, loud, ghetto black girl who's best friends with, her light-skinned friend. Mm, yeah. And she's always rejected by the boys. Mm. Right. Like, I'm tired of that. And modern-day mistress shows. Grown men getting on social media of every race, and they wear the paper nails, the lashes, you know, the ugly wigs. Mm. Like, please, Shane Dawson. And then they go and make right, corny yeah. and humiliating videos insulting black women. Like, is that like, is that all you can do? Is that all you can offer? Yeah. Right? Like, like well, I... Like, f- like, jokes. The butt of every single joke is racism. It it Honestly, really is. Yeah. Like, especially yeah. with men. Like, <laughs> they be like, like chalky milk racism. Yeah, <laughs> or like, um, calling people loud on it. Like, you're immediately deemed like sensitive. Sensitive. Like, or like oh I'm sorry that that like actually yes, offended me. Going off of that, like my whole life, I've been like that. I've been like gaslit with that. Like, ooh, I feel like a TikTok girl using the gaslit like that. Mm. <laughs> but anyways, I've been like. Gaslit. <laughs> girl boss. Girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. Anyways, um, like I'd say something. I'm like I'm I'm uncomfortable with this, and mm-hmm. I'd be like, I think you're being dramatic. Yeah. Like, how are you gonna tell me? Like exactly. how I feel is valid. Like I'm valid for feeling this way as a black person. I'm valid, and like you don't get to experience what I experience. You will never experience the black experience. So what I feel you won't ever feel that. Mm-hmm. So, like, just respect that boundary. Like, I don't know why it's so hard for people to res- respect that boundary. Yeah. Right, like, you but just like, gotta take it with a grain of salt. Like, it doesn't, it's right. not that deep. And let somebody, like, offend them in the slightest way. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Like, I'm allowed annoying. to feel how I feel. Because if it was the other way around and it was black people making, like, uncomfortable stereotypes about, like, white people, mm-hmm. yeah. it, like, they, white people... I know this. I am a white people. They be getting <laughs> pressed about it. Like, like, yeah, like, oh, you can't cook. You can't season your food. Like, oh, yes, I can. Oh, my God. Suddenly, <laughs> we're being called oh. or, or that's where, like, they'll try to be like, well, I grew up around black people or try to, like, again, avoid ca- accountability. I think that's the root of everything, avoiding accountability. Yes. Right. Nobody like, is held accountable. Yeah. I'll be like, I have black friends. I hate yeah. when people say oh, that. Yeah. I'm not racist. I have black friends. It's like, that's white so girl weird. saying the, black, the N-word. I have a black boyfriend. <laughs> girl. <laughs> and, like, with that, people, especially on, like, social media, like, black people, we turn everything into a joke because, like, that's how we cope with stuff. Mm-hmm. As, right. like, a community, that's literally how we cope with stuff. And, like, we'd make fun of, like, white people. Oh, you can't season your food. Oh, you can't dance. And then suddenly, like, white people can't take jokes. Like, I'm, I'm going to say it. White people can't take jokes. Like, <laughs> they turn those, they take those jokes, and then, like, suddenly everybody's being called slurs. Mm-hmm. Right, like, like, it would be, like, a Twitter thread, and it would be, like, oh, look at this piece of chicken. And, and then they'll yeah. be, like, and then they'll be, like, oh, well, at least I have a dad, like, like in the comments. Oh, and it's, like, bro, what? You just went from, like, it's zero like to, like, pocket. 800. Out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah go ahead (laughs) (laughs) and like with the representation in media like black women are so sexualized it's 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 disgusting Mm -hmm. yeah because i like oh no keep going like it's always the jezebel stereotype and like the sassy sidekicks and like as a kid i like even now i feel like uncomfortable if i'm like dressed up in a cute way like if i want to wear like a skirt and some like cute stuff you know the cute stuff i can't Mm -hmm. bring myself to wear it because Mm -hmm. like my like femininity is always like stripped away from me because 
like we're extremely sexualized yeah and then like or many like black you're being fast yeah stop trying to be fat yeah. yeah or like mm-hmm. you're grown yeah. yeah i hear that one a lot yeah and then like many black girls are like raised to believe that we're like unattractive inadequate and like unwanted unless we sexualize ourselves like to appeal to the white western beauty standards right like eurocentric features yeah mm-hmm. and like we're not allowed to be just like cute and and fluffy and it's Mm -hmm. like common to feel self-conscious about like our dark skin tone our hair and like the way we're built example megan the stallion serena williams and um michelle obama like misogynoir is unbelievable yeah Mm -hmm. i was just about to talk about that i mean like um i don't know people were like talking about like is megan the stallion trans like because she has broad shoulders like, like or like michelle obama being trans like they're I think all three so fine too <laughs> exactly. it's like okay like either i'm black or i'm a woman like that's what and i feel like exactly and the thing is like we can't step out of those like exactly. we're black before like we're women but mm-hmm. like white people intertwine that and then not even just white people like people that aren't black women intertwine that and then mm-hmm. turn it into this whole thing. Like, that's where misogynoir come from, misogyny and racism. Mm-hmm. And we're, like, not allowed to be, you know, the cute girls that we want to be. And it's, like, it's, 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 like, really impactful, like, on a lot of black girls. And I see mm-hmm. it, like, on social media. Like, they'll come out and be like, oh, I want to dress like this, but I'm scared, like, people are going to make fun of me. And, like... I like, see, like, oh a yeah, or like Go ahead. Um... Or, like, um, I think there was something with, like, indie or, um, uh, like, you have to fit, you have to be this skinny. white, skinny. Blonde, blue bl- eyes. Yeah. Pretty, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It's just, like, um, I don't know. It's really, it's really hurtful knowing that I can only be this character. Yeah, and if you're not that character, you're, like, you want to be white. Ex- yeah, yeah. It's like, I trust me, I do not want to be, trust me, <laughs> trust me, I do I not swear. want to be white. <laughs> and the thing is, like, we're always, black people are always categorized. Like, you're mm-hmm. either, if you're a woman, you're either too manly, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're too black, you're ghetto, and, like, you're, if you're a boy, you're a thug, you're all this. Like, mm-hmm. we're always ca- categorized, and that's what the media feeds off of. Yeah. They feed off, like, these stereotypes, these characters, and, like, make all these shows that just, it's like a cycle and honestly we're never gonna get out of it unless like we start like just saying no to all this stuff yeah Mm -hmm. like i remember seeing um i don't know when but i was watching tv with my sister and um i saw this nick show um i think tyler perry made it but tyler perry is also the Uh epitome of of yeah oh oh my gosh yeah but i was watching it and i just noticed how like um I, his the the protagonist was a black guy and he was um he was like talking with AAVE and I noticed with he went to like his his white friend or like somebody in the classroom and the white kids started like using AAVE but mm-hmm. of course like really corny mm-hmm. um oh my and it was just like this is what you're feeding. Like you're you're feeding this into into with the that. children that watch this. Yeah. Yeah, with that, with like him using A V E and like using it, and then his friends start like profiting off of that. Mm-hmm. In middle school, I never used like A V E or like the N word because I was like Me surrounded too. by so many white people. I was like, I'm scared. Like they're gonna start using it, and then I can't control it anymore. Yeah, right. So, like, avoid it. Yeah. Yeah, and like. Like, they would use it anyways, but I was like... Facts. Washington was a hotbed of that it stuff. It was... Really? Ugh, I hated that school. And they would use it, 
and I'm just like, are you serious? And I remember like having this interaction with this boy, and it was like on the bus, and I was like, and he was like, I use the N word when I'm like listening to music, like, and, he's and just it's okay. That I'm in front of my face. Music. It's like it's exactly. okay. It's cool if I'm listening to music. It came up in the song, like, ew, like you're totally <sighs> missing the whole ownership of the word point. Like, yeah, like, just it's it's yeah. Ugh. So, I mean, that's a, I think that we have covered a lot of all the things that we talked about in this in this um, document. But if you guys want to add anything more, you totally can feel free to. Um, I was just saying, like, um, token black people. Like, I think now mm-hmm. um, I'm glad to be in a friend group where it's like I'm not the only black person or I'm not the only person of color. Right. Um, but it's you see, like, a token black person and I feel like with really big crowds of white people they only have them there to um show that oh we're not racist or we're diverse yeah. um mm-hmm. yeah and like, I def- I think like in the media yeah. um using that like almost like as a filler character or like a, um, a side character yeah or like comedic relief um or like the the loud black girl making everyone laugh, you know? Right. Um, but, like, hardly ever the protagonist or, like, the love interest. So that could also um, tie in with what Tania said about how, like, black girls kind of just grow up not feeling very attractive. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I really have to say. I mean, and I... Like, oh, go for it. Okay. Um, and I just hate, like, this is, like, to everyone listening, like, if you're a listener, please just, for the love of God, just listen to what we have to say. That's exactly what I was going to say. Telling people that's exactly what I was gonna that, say. that they're too sensitive, not just POC, like, telling black people that they're too sensitive when they talk about, like, our experiences and mm-hmm. feelings about racism, it's so gross. Like, stop racially gaslighting people about their own experiences and feelings. Like, when someone talks about racism, it is your job to be quiet and listen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and avoid, again... Avoid trying to, like, show your oppression. Like, listen, like, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Like, just be there to listen. Yeah. Right. And stop treating, like, black students like special projects. Like, your white savior mm. complex is going to be the death of me. Oh, exactly. Like, <laughs> white saviors yeah. make us uncomfortable. We are not your project. If yeah. you really want to help us, educate yourself, and do not talk to us like pets or speak over us. Mm-hmm. Oh your my job gosh, yeah. is to uplift black voices on your platform, no matter how big or small, just listen to black people. Do not use black people as attack dogs or symbols of your moral su- superior- ah, superiority. superiority. Yeah. yeah. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, assuming that your activism must be earned or there's, like, a threat of taking it away. We don't control what, like, you don't get a cookie for being an ally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, it's human decency. Yeah. You like, if it. your activism is forced, it will it's like very obvious i can tell when someone like wants a cookie for not calling me a slur right (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're like like (laughs) and then like they say stuff like but black lives matter right or y'all are being sensitive stop Mm. being a snowflake it exposes you as a racist like be consistent or just stay out of it and activism is emotional and intellectual labor not all of you can handle it if you can't be an activist just be quiet and don't be racist yeah because i understand like I think there was, um, I think, like, last summer around when George Floyd got killed, it was just, like, after a while, I just had to stop talking to people, you know? Yeah. It was just, like, like, this is a lot. I shut down for, like, a month straight. Yeah. It's, like, it's a lot to to know that, oh, this is still going on, you know? And as much as, as people try to change it, like, how we don't know if we're ever going to achieve peace, 
you know? But yeah, like, we're constant, like, constantly on our toes. Mm-hmm. We try to celebrate Derek Chauvin going to jail. Next thing you know, someone got killed. Yeah. Like, we are never at peace. And mm-hmm. why can't you just, like, step out of bounds and respect that? And then one last thing with the AAVE thing. Please stop using it if just you're stop. like <laughs> if you're not black, and yeah. especially for comedic pe- purposes or inauguments. AVE was created as a code, and it's still a code, and like we can tell when it's forced. Oh right. my god! Or like, mm-hmm. oh my god! Like I don't even know how to say child right. Child. 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 <laughs> like my great aunt lives in like Ooh, Chile. Lord <laughs> like Jesus. Memphis. She uses that. Like I don't even use that. Right, that's exactly. southern language. Exactly. <laughs> Y'all just, just pushing it. Yeah, and it's like it's highly invasive. Like it's just corny too. Like you don't ever look good. It's like it's just one of those things that makes everybody in the room uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 Just stick to talking like how you do. Exactly. No need to embarrass yourself or us like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just keep it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Like, invading black spaces. People do this, like, subconsciously. Like, you don't notice you're doing it, but a lot Mm -hmm. of you, like, invade black spaces. Can you go off on that? Like, what do you mean? Like, uh, black spaces were, like, created because of oppression. And it's, like, white people just, like, dealing with it. Like, stay on Twitter. Like, black stay on Twitter. That's, like, a thing of its own. And suddenly... It's turned into K-pop stay on Twitter. Oh, Oh, yeah, like, hip-hop Twitter. Yeah, I'm on it. And I'm, like... like, it's Let me weird. just keep my It's very weird. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, just be respectful about, like, everything you guys do because cultural appropriation is racist. Mm-hmm. And just, like, stay out of, like, black business. Oh, my goodness. Stay <laughs> yeah. out of that's black the, business. That's the, the quote for the day. <laughs> yeah, it's the quote. It's stay out of black business. <laughs> stay out of black business. Like, if you see a conservative black person, it's not your job to go up there and call them a coon. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Oh, wait. Is that, no, is no that, it's okay. Not, not my word, but I just didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your job to go up there. It's black people's business. Don't right. worry about you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I took that off my chest. No, nah, it's okay. Totally. Anyways, I understand. I just want to say a lot of you are racist. Yeah. And in this school. Yeah. A lot of you are racist. Let that be subconscious, subconsciously yeah. or not. A lot of you are racist. Please analyze your implicit biases. Because mm-hmm. it's hurtful to see, like, y'all go around and just do what you think is okay mm-hmm. when it's not. And a lot of people won't call you out for it, but I'm just going to say it right now. You're not better than anyone. Mm. Yeah. A lot of you think, like, superior. You're not. Yeah. Stop being racist. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. I've gone my whole life without saying <laughs> slurs. Yeah. You exactly. can do the same. Right. Yeah. That's well, funny. if there's anything, if there's not anything else to add, I think that that's a really good place to end this yeah. conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much for educating people. I think this was really important. Thank to talk you. About. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys. Bye. 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 <laughs>